1: To episode nine hundred and fifty-five of the Veasan Market Insights podcast, I'm your host Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday! The weekend is upon us, and we are a couple days closer. What are we? Two days away now at this point from one of the best Sundays of the year, championship round, AFC NFC championship game. So I'm going to give you, uh, for our last pot of the week, I'm going to give you my final best bets for Kansas city, Baltimore, Detroit, San Francisco. You probably know if you listened yesterday where I'm going with KC, Baltimore, uh, but you may be surprised to my direction here for Detroit, San Francisco. So stay tuned for that. As we'll finish up the second half the pod uh, talking the championship games for this weekend. Uh, then I also have a three pack of sweats for you guys, three college basketball games, and I'm going to talk about an NBA game. Uh, There's a big change that happened from a morning bets pod play for me this morning until now. So that becomes kind of a judgment call depending on how you want to approach it. Uh, but college hoops, uh, and that is fine with me. It's going to be a lot of college hoops today, guys. Uh, and looking back toward yesterday, we had another winning day, guys, three and one plus 1.21 units. Uh, The Lakers over late night. That was fantastic. Didn't really have to sweat it at all. Uh, I was uh, laying in bed with the wife and we were, uh, we had Seinfeld on the TV and I was, I couldn't have the, uh, the Lakers game on, on TV. I couldn't get the channel, but I was watching it on my ESPN app and I was just like scoring, 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 makes three, makes three, makes two. Uh, So it was great to see our over cash without a sweat. That was fantastic. But the winner of the night uh, was LIU. Oh my God. Long Island University. It was back and forth. They were down, they were up, they were down, they were up, and a kid hit a walk-off three-pointer off the backboard. The bank was open, so we had a great LIU obscure line move uh, hit there. And again, they closed two and a half, three. Again, they won by three. You would have pushed. That's why we Moneyline short favorites. So LIU came through, as well as Eastern Illinois uh, rolling for the team as well. So good night overall. And we were very close to a sweep. The Islanders they teased us only enough to get us excited, only to let us down because the Islanders uh, fell down three uh, nothing in the first period. I'm like, oh, that's great. Uh, there's a loser there. Uh, but of course, in betting, when you're dead, you're never actually dead. When you're when you're winning, you're never guaranteed to win. So I kept keeping an eye on it. They made it three to one. Then they made it three to two. Then they had a power play, made it three to three. I'm like, okay, we're gonna get an Islanders comeback win here. And then what happens? Like two minutes left in the game to give up a goal uh, to lose four to three. So Islanders were annoying. But either way, guys, this is the life of a sports better. Just trying to grind out as many winning days as you possibly can. And we did it again last night. Three and one plus one point two one units. So that being said, we got a lot of sweats here to talk about today. Uh, And then we'll uh, talk about our sweats here for this weekend. But before we do, a little bit of housekeeping as always. I always like to start the pod by giving you guys some more directions, more oper- more kind of, uh, not opportunities, but more ways to go when the pod's over. I don't want you to just sit around when the pod's over and wait for the games to start, but I want to give you some more resources so that you can uh, hopefully cash some more bets and make more smart bets. Uh, and that starts with signing up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Once you sign up, you're going to get that free newsletter. It costs you nothing every single morning around 6 a.m. And it's going to give you great recaps from the previous day, as well as links to all of our articles for that day, promos for legal sports books, So you can shop around and have multiple outs, get the best number, as well as links to all of our pods. And really the newsletter, the whole point is get you excited each day. Wake up. Okay, what are the big games on tap? What's the team at VEASAN focusing on? And for free keeps you uh, kind of just uh, full of insights and information, uh, not only what's going on in the betting market, what's going on in Vegas. Uh, I, I'll throw this at you guys. I don't know if you've noticed on Twitter, but uh, there's kind of this big controversy about nachos, the Fontainebleau, Fontainebleau, I can't even pronounce it correctly, the new uh, new casino or the new um, the new hotel in Vegas. I guess someone ordered nachos for $24. and They literally got six, six nachos, like not nachos, but six tortilla chips. Uh, and people were like freaking out, like what a joke it is. So uh, little things like that may not seem, uh, I guess, pretty dumb, but uh, little nuggets like that, you might even find in the newsletter. So uh, nacho gate, I guess that's what, the, uh, that's what they're calling it. Uh, but insights around Vegas, around VEASAN, uh, DraftKings, the whole thing is is brought to you by the newsletter for free. So go sign up, VEASAN.com newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step, In your sports betting journey, I would highly recommend becoming a VEASAN All Access Pro member. You can sign up VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Once you sign up, you're going to get everything we offer. Again, we give you a lot of free resources at VEASAN, which are great, but even better stuff when you sign up and become a paid pro member, support the team. You're going to spend a little money to become a member, but hopefully you're going to make more money by getting more insights. So you can sign up VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Once you sign up, you're going to get best bet picks from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. All the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, uh, bets and dollars, as well as all of our betting guides, all included. vison.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, support us on social media. We pump out great sports betting content throughout the day from our Twitter feed. Uh, you can follow us at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And you can always send me an email as well. It's, I have a new email. It's J.AppleBomb at DraftKings.com. Uh, so I'm always uh, always open if I can help you in any way possible. Uh, that is always my goal. Also, remind you guys, big weekend ahead here, uh, and that's uh, my time to shine. I I do the uh, the sweat, which is the show on DraftKings from the DraftKings Studio. With my buddies Emerson Latzius, Steve Buchanan, and Julian Edlow every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time to 10 a.m. Eastern time. So uh, if you're around, you want to wake up early, get the coffee going, make some bacon and eggs, and then tune in. Uh, we'll be on the sweat tomorrow morning as we are every Saturday and Sunday morning. And you can find that streamed live on dot uh or of course on the DraftKings Twitter page, and I'll always retweet it. Uh, but you can watch the live feed there. So big weekend ahead. So that being said, after a nice uh, grinding out of winner last night, three and one plus one point two one units, let's talk about our sweats here for tonight, guys. And really gonna lean heavily on college basketball. I don't know about you guys, but this is like when 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 college football is over, when NFL's winding down that's when college hoops really heats up. And we got some good edges here that we've been playing. So we've been having a good uh, good college hoops here. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. So first bet on the board, this is a bit of a surprise because I was trying to sweat one of our bets from last night, Louisiana on the money line, and I'm getting ready to, to watch the game. And it says delayed, 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 delayed. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I do a little Twitter research. Apparently outside the Louisiana Stadium last night, there was like a, a, a surge protector that broke or some kind of electrical failure or I don't know what the heck happened but basically the game was postponed last night so if you're wondering about Louisiana that's why they couldn't play the game they lost power so I just found out uh late late this morning that the game is going to be played today and it's going to be played a little bit early at 5 p.m eastern time uh so Long story short, nothing changes. This is a bet on Louisiana money line. I'll give you the cap and the reason why here in a second. But I would just mention: check your sportsbook rules, the house rules, the fine print, because uh, one book that I bet Louisiana money line at, <clears throat> it voided my bet. So basically, I have to go rebet the game. Um, now, maybe your maybe your sportsbook kept the bet live. It may probably, most likely, voided it. But I would hate to see anyone say, "Oh, nice, they're playing it today." You know, knock on wood, Louisiana wins. You go to your sports book to check to see, uh, you know, your funds go up a little bit, your unit, you know, add a unit to your account. And then you're like, no, there's no unit. Where's the unit at? Oh, well, it was voided. So in order to um, in order to to bet this game or cash this game, make sure you, you may have to go bet it again. Um, this is almost like in um, sometimes with baseball, with scratch starting pitchers. When you do listed pitcher action versus listed pitcher, uh, listed pitcher, a guy gets scratched, your bets voided. But the beauty of it is, hey, if you like it, if you still like it, you can just go bet it again. So if you're going to ride Louisiana with me, the Raging Cajuns, five o'clock, it's an early tip here. Make sure you check to see if it's voided or not. And if it is voided, you can go bet it again. So with that being said, not much changes. This was a morning bets pod play yesterday. It was a sharp report play as well. Uh, and I like Louisiana on the money line in this spot. So uh, Arkansas State, if you remember, at Louisiana, Arkansas State is 8-11. They just snapped a two-game losing skid. They beat Texas State 79-72. to uh, Louisiana, meanwhile, 11-8. They've won three straight. They just beat South Alabama 88-79. to so uh, this game, again, it was off the board. It came back on the board. It reopened at minus four. But yesterday, it opened as low as minus three. And there's a ton of steam yesterday. I, that's why I was disappointed. I wanted to sweat the game. But uh, again, it, as long as we wait a day, as long as we still catch, it won't really matter. But anyway, reopen reopened at minus four. Uh, and you're getting a really good bet split here uh, on Louisiana because if you look at Uh, The VEASAN.com bet splits for this game, which are a little weird because, again, I think it's public may not know that it got changed or it got shifted or they're going to play it today instead of yesterday. But for this one in particular, we have 74 percent of bets, 81 percent of the money on Louisiana. And we have 88 percent bets over 90 percent of the money on the Louisiana money line. So uh, whether you look at spread or money line again, heavy, heavy here. Louisiana, and I would argue that this is a low back game again with the with the change, which again, I, I've actually never had this happen to me. I don't think I ever have other sports. It's happened like during COVID and stuff, but never had a college game uh, get canceled and postponed, uh, which again kind of screws it up for the public because they may not even know about it. But anyway, uh, heavy, heavy betting here on Louisiana it tells me it's mostly sharp guys who uh, like us targeted yesterday and want to bet it again here today. Uh, but aside from that, a lot of advantages here. Uh, for Louisiana, one would be their shooting percentage, uh, field goal percentage of 47 percent versus 43.6 percent for Arkansas State. Better free throw shooting, 74.3 percent versus 70.4 percent and better defensive efficiency, 170 in the country versus 271. Now, Ken Palm, he does have Louisiana winning by five points. Nothing's changed from yesterday to today. If you want to lay the spread and, you know, again, uh, I pray that you win by five or more and you cash your bet. You can save the juice, which is great. But Louisiana wins by you know three or less, you lose your bet. So you guys know me by now. This is a money line bet. Uh, so I re bet this game at minus 185 on the money line. Again, bettris first bet to win. Anytime you make a bet, especially though on a favorite. Uh, but also, um, Ken Palm has Louisiana ranked higher, 133 versus 162. Home road, something we always like to look at uh, because again, it's really tough for road teams to win in college basketball, and it's much uh, a much bigger boost to be at home. Don't have to travel. Got the home crowd behind you. You've heard me heard me say that a million times at this point. Uh, but Louisiana is five and one at home. Arkansas State just two and eight on the road. And these teams did meet up uh, a couple weeks ago, and Louisiana won on Arkansas State's home court. They won 84 to seventy seven. And conference home favorites, when it comes to Sunbelt play, so two teams from the Sun Belt playing each other, the home favorites are 20 and 7, 74% straight up. So again, it's been a weird, you know. You know, postponement and then move it to today, but they are playing today at five o'clock. I hope the lights don't go out again. Uh, but again, bet it yesterday, betting it again today. Let's start the pot off with a winner, hopefully, five o'clock Eastern time. Give me Louisiana, raging Cajuns on the money line at minus 185. Keep on cruising. Next bet that I love tonight. Let's go to a low bet, obscure line move here. This is a, a game I talked about on morning bets. I wrote about it in the Sharp Report, but Mariston, Niagara. Let's go, Niagara, baby. Niagara falls for the team. Uh, I'm on Niagara here on the money line. Uh, shop around if you look at Niagara. Uh, they're on minus 140, uh, minus 145. I got them minus 140 this morning. This would classify as a low bet, obscure line move. I always make the joke, but tiny little game like this, there's no public betting. No one's interested in betting this game. Uh, Marist Niagara, they're going to look toward, you know, Michigan State, Wisconsin or some of these bigger games here tonight. Uh, however, we love these games and hopefully I've turned you guys on to loving these games because even though they're really small, low bet games, if you see a line move, that's almost a guarantee. Nothing's a locker guarantee in betting, but almost a guarantee that that line is being moved by smart money because public money, dumb money. It isn't even betting. There's no participation. There's no participation from public money on these tiny little games. Uh, So we saw Niagara open up around minus one and a half. Niagara's been bet up to minus two and a half since this morning. They're juiced up like they may even go to three. So I love, you know, continuous one-way line movement without any buyback. Tells me that there aren't any conflicting sharps who said, hey, now Marist has value. Let's bring it back down. No, it's continuing to move here in favor of Niagara. Now, Niagara has a lot of advantages offensively. That's what I'm going to bank on. Uh, They're averaging 76.4 points per game versus 64.2 for Marist. Niagara has a better field goal percentage, 48.1% versus 44.2%. Better three-point shooting, 40.7% versus 32.8%. And if this gets to become a you know tight game late, hopefully Niagara comes through from the free throw line. They have a 76.9% uh, free throw shooting versus 63.7 for Marist. Now again, reason to money line it, Ken Palm has them winning by two. So if you're laying a two and a half, or if it gets to three, Again, I hope they cover for you, but this is why money line short favorites to protect yourself uh, from a tight win that maybe wins the game but doesn't cover the number. Um, and then also, I look at money line percentages here, very lopsided toward Niagara, but again, low bet game. These are mostly wise guys 78% bets, 90% money uh, for the money line on Niagara. So low bet, obscure line move. Niagara taking some steam. I'm on Niagara money line. I got Niagara Moneyline this morning at minus 140. I'm seeing some shops a little bit higher on minus 148. Uh, but let's go Niagara, win the damn game. Last bet of the night, 10 o'clock, staying up late. Although I would say these Friday nights staying up late, it hurts me sometimes because I have to wake up at like literally 4.30 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday to, to prep and rate my sharp report and do the pod and, you know, get ready for the show and drive into Boston. So it's almost like uh, back when I was a kid, when I used to play hockey and you'd have practice at 5.30 AM. But anyway, I can't complain. Uh, Stanford in California. I'm staying up late to sweat this one. Uh, Hopefully it's worth it. There's nothing worse than staying up late and losing. So let's stay up late and win this one, hopefully. But Stanford Cal, give me Cal, baby. I really like this spot toward California. Uh, Going into this one, Stanford's 10 and eight and Cal is seven and 12. So right off the bat, California opened as a two-point favorite. And this is just important to me because, you know, why is California favored? California, they are playing well. They've won uh, three of their last five. They just upset Washington State. But if they're a below 500 team and Stanford is an above 500 team, then shouldn't Stanford be favored? Again, you of course, you give some respect for home court, but this is kind of one of those games where uh, public doesn't really know what to do. Yet, we're seeing wise guys embrace that fishy side on Cal. So Cal opened um, again, a two point favorite. Cal's been now bet up to minus two and a half. Some shops even inching up toward minus three. And that's notable here because uh, Cal is the uh, they're not the contrarian play. They're getting a uh, little bit more than 50 percent of bets like they're getting 53 percent of bets. But think of it this way. The tickets are relatively split down the middle. We always talk about 50 50 line moves like if a team's getting 70 80 percent of bets the line moves in their favor. That's pretty much standard movement. Nothing really to write home about. But when you're only getting like 52, 53% of bets and yet you see the line move minus two to two and a half and juiced up like it's going to three, that tells me it's really smart money uh, that's in your favor moving this line. So only 53% bets, uh, 69% of the money, but in particular on the money line for California. So this is a money line play for me. I got Cal minus 140 this morning. Again, they're inching up toward minus 148 now as well, Uh, but they're getting 61% of money line bets but 78% of money line dollars. So again, tells me pros have really targeted Cal on the money line here to win this game. Now, aside from just the fishy situation of a below 500 team favored with line movement against above 500 team, what I'm really going to bank on with Cal is their offensive rebounding. Uh, And again, offensive rebounding to me, it's important because number one, it gets you more possessions, more opportunities to score, putbacks, stuff like that. But also it's demoralizing when you're on defense and the other team keeps getting offensive boards. So it's kind of a sneaky like angle that I always would prefer, obviously, for my team to be better on the offensive boards. But we do have a big advantage here. Offensive rebound percentage for Cal is 30.8 percent. Stanford is only 22.5 percent. So hopefully we can feast on the boards with Cal. Uh, Ken Palm. uh, Let's see. Ken Palm has Cal winning by one. So, again, this is a money line play for me. Protect yourself on a short win. And I did notice Pac-12 home favorites. Uh, they are 26 and 10, 72.2 percent straight up in conference play. So fishy. Why did Cal open as a favorite become more of a favorite if they have a worse record? We have offensive rebound advantages. Ken Palm's got them winning by one. pack. 12 home favorites, good percentages. I'm going Cal, or actually already did go Cal earlier today on the money line at minus 140. So plays for tonight. We got three college hoops plays. Can we get two or more, uh, and then we can grind out a profit? But I got Niagara minus 140. Cal -140 and Louisiana at -185. Now, I'll just mention this, I jinxed myself so bad this morning. I feel like a complete idiot. I said it and I was like, "Watch, it's going to happen." But I did bet Oklahoma City Thunder and New Orleans Pelicans over 241, and as and when I was breaking down the game, one of the things I said, you know, there's all these offensive advantages, you know, high-scoring teams, good offensive efficiency, they both go way over. I got all these system matches, great percentages. 60% bets 90% money on the over and I'm going okay 241 let's go over. And I mentioned like a complete idiot I said, "Hey, also, these are both teams are well rested with a clean injury report." Well, what an idiot I was because as soon as I said that, I start to see the line falling uh, after I release the pot of course. You always love that. Uh but I start to see the Pelicans line move. So Pelicans were at one point minus I think they were minus 2. It's now flipped to OKC minus one and a half. And I see the total tumble 241 down to 238 and a half. So I'm like, okay, what's going on here? There's got to be somebody on New Orleans who was hurt. So wouldn't you know it? Zion Williamson, who is overweight and not committed at all to his sport, like, dude, you have what such an opportunity to make millions and upon millions of dollars and be a great player. There's something that leaked about, and I'm not one to talk. I'm not in the best shape either, and I do like to go to McDonald's every now and again. Uh, but one of his McDonald's ordered orders leaked, and it was like $38. Like it was, it was just disgusting to see. But wouldn't you know it, Zion Williamson is hurt out of nowhere. So because Zion is now questionable and might miss the game, the total plummets. The line flips dog to favorite toward Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, so I just want to say that for two reasons. One, um, you got to be careful betting NBA. The, these things happen. You, anytime you feel like you're you're safe, you know, things like this happen and it totally changes the handicap. Uh, but number two would be now. What do you do uh, me? I'm going to dance alone who brung me. I'm going to just stick with my over my really bad over 241. Maybe I get lucky. Maybe Zion is ruled back in and the line goes up. Maybe he's out and it still flies over. But what I'm also getting at is if you didn't bet this game yet, it's a layoff. Again, if you've already bet it, I'm dancing with the one who brung me hoping I get lucky. Um, and if I lose, I'll learn my lesson and say, Josh, what are you doing betting NBA totals at 6 a.m. Uh, when anything can happen And these uh, these great athletes? Uh, really, really are, are load management 24-7. Um, so I just wanted to address that. If you, if you bet it like me, it's a just a, an annoying bad break and let's get lucky over 241, fingers crossed. But if you haven't bet it yet, I'm laying off this game and not touching it. So I just wanted to address that because um, I did get some um, I did get some uh, some tweets about it. I would also mention, too, like just real quick before we take a break and then we'll come back and talk the uh, the NFL, the NFL games this weekend. But the Bulls and the Lakers I also got a lot of tweets about this because Bulls, Lakers, we got over two twenty eight and a half, And later in the day, Bulls, Lakers got down to two twenty seven. And a lot of people tweet me and say, oh, we're on the wrong side here. What do we do? And I said, hey, stick with the original bet. Now, what happened after is the line rose back up to 229. Some books even closed at 230. So in the end, we beat the closing line. But my whole point being is, you know, one of the things I I try to do with the podcast is obviously I want to you know, give out winners, have everyone win and make money. But I also want to kind of teach betting education and the thought process of betting because win or lose, you know, I want to always make the joke where I used to teach a man to fish. I don't want you guys just to every day come to the pod and I give you a beautiful piece of salmon. I want to teach you how to go out in the river and catch your own salmon. So little tidbits along the way, my whole point about bringing bulls Lakers up is don't overreact too much to a line move. Like the lines can change. They can go up a bit, down a bit. Um, But don't freak out, you know, stick with it. It might rise right back up. Like it did with the bulls and the Lakers game. And what happened? They scored like 200, you know, 300 points in that one. And and we, uh, we just cruised with an over there. So, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully that was just a little betting education to, to, think about. Uh, but there you have it guys. First half of the pod here in the books officially are three bets here for college tonight, trying to get two out of three. And if you're like me and Zion, uh, uh hurt you today, uh, then hopefully we get lucky or just lay off. If you didn't bet it, uh, but we got more to get to that was the opening uh, appetizer. Now we got the main course. We're going to talk NFL championship weekend. We got the chiefs and we got the, uh, we got the Baltimore Ravens. We got Detroit. We got San Francisco. I'm going to give you my bets here. I have a, I have two best bets. One that I mentioned yesterday. I'm going to reiterate it, reiterate it, reset it for today. And then Detroit, San Fran, I may surprise you the way I'm going to attack this one. Uh, but we're going to talk about it next. NFL Championship Weekend. We return on episode 955 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approach betting from a sharp data driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys.
0: call 1-800-GAMBLER
2: the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed, the 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon, coming in May Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
1: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 955 of the Market Insights pod and uh, grinded out a profit last night. Three and one plus one point two one units. Lakers over LIU at the buzzer. Eastern Illinois and the Islanders just teased us enough to think we had a chance and then uh, and then ripped out our heart and danced to the beat. But anyway, winning day. That's what that's all you can ask for if you're in betting. Uh, So that being said, Niagara, Cal, Louisiana on the money line for me tonight in College Hoops. And again, we talked about OKC, uh, New Orleans. Uh, with uh, that completely changing because Zion uh, now might miss the game. But now let's go to the big games this weekend, the ones we cannot wait to sweat from three o'clock Eastern time until what? Uh, 10 o'clock, seven hours of championship football. Uh, it is one of the best Sundays of the year. So I want to start off with Kansas City and Baltimore. Now, I had a people. I had a bunch of people. So for example, I am on Kansas City plus four. I'm going to give you my reasons why. Uh, if you look at, um, also the line movement. Like for example, right now, the updated stats here, uh, let me just pull it up. Uh, we did change our, our VEASAN.com homepage. So if you just go to betting splits and you click NFL, it'll all be there for you. Uh, but it's a really beautiful new website, which uh, again, a lot of great work from the team at VEASAN. But right now there's 52% of bets and 65% of money on Baltimore. And Baltimore did move minus three, three and a half up to minus four. So if you tell me you like Baltimore. I'm not going to argue with you. I would even agree with you that Baltimore is kind of sharp here. However, I think as a sports better, you got to make the decision that you're the most comfortable with. If you tell me you like Baltimore, I'm not going to argue with you again, slightly more slight majority of bets, but more money in the lines moving in their favor. That's something that we look for And nine times out of 10. I would be going Baltimore in this spot, but I learned my lesson in the Super Bowl. Call me stubborn. I'm going down with the ship with Patrick Mahomes as a dog. Patrick Mahomes as a dog for those in the back who haven't heard yet. He is 9-1 against the spread as a dog, 90%. Also, playoff dogs, 6-4 ATS this postseason, 60%. Uh, Playoff dogs are 49-34 ATS, 59% since 2017. also give you um, the advantage here with some correlative betting. We've seen this total fall. It was as high as like 46. It's down to 44.5. Juiced up like it may go down to 44. So in a uh, kind of a game where points might be at a premium, getting a dog plus 4, would be the value play. So what I'm saying is I'm going KC plus four because of the value of KC plus four with Mahomes. Uh, I'm not calling KC sharp because the line did go toward Baltimore, but I'm going to stick with this angle of Ultimate System Match Kansas City Patrick Mahomes as a dog. Now, if Baltimore rolls, wins by five or more, and I say I'm an idiot, why didn't I just you know dismiss that Mahomes angle and just go with Baltimore? Then I'll, I'll, I'll eat some crow. Again, I'll that'll be my loss for not uh, for me putting too much stock into the Patrick Mahomes angle. But I'm going to stick with Mahomes as a dog. Again, I learned my lesson in the Super Bowl. Uh, covered uh, last week and won outright against Buffalo. Baltimore, same thing here. Um, it's not going to change for me. Now, if you look at Sean Smith, just trying to build a little bit of a case here. He is the top road ref in the NFL. 60% against the spread. The Reed Mahomes experience factor. Baltimore really hasn't been in this spot. Kansas City's been in the spot what six straight years. Uh, could Reid retire? You know, you're hearing that. I even heard a rumor Belichick could replace him. I'd be shocked by that. Uh, but is that another rallying cry uh, for Kansas City? And then also, I mentioned this yesterday, and someone uh, DM'd me and they said uh, this is totally you're like you're reaching. Has nothing to do with it. But I just mentioned the fact that Mahomes is three and one straight up against Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson said, "I just don't like competing against him." He said his most losses against Mahomes of any quarterback in the NFL. So, if you tell me you like Baltimore, I'm not going to argue with you. Again, 52% bets, 65% money lines going to Baltimore. But just know, you're going up directly against the new Tom Brady, the goat, Patrick Mahomes as a dog who's 9 in 1 ATS and he did this in the Super Bowl, he did this obviously against the Bills. So, I decided and this is the things the sports better guys, you know, there's no perfect answer. You have to decide what you're most comfortable with. If you think I'm overvaluing Mahomes as a dog, and you want to go with the data and go Baltimore. Here's the other thing though. If you're getting Baltimore minus four right now, you're getting the worst of the number. You know, if you're getting KC at four, you might be getting the best of the number. Because the other thing that I'm going to look toward now on Sunday is part of my reasoning to jump on KC plus four yesterday is that I'm trying to beat the closing line. I want this line to get back down to three and a half. So if it gets to four and a half, again, I'll be definitely on the wrong side here and I'll just pray to God Mahomes covers as a dog again. But I'm starting to see some books juice back toward KC. This might get back down to three and a half. So if you like Baltimore, you may want to wait. Um, what's the money line on Baltimore? It is minus 200. Like that's too high for me to lay. Um, but part of my reasoning for Casey, again, they are slightly contrarian. Mahomes is a dog and trying to beat the closing line, thinking this thing may get back down to three and a half. So that's what I'm doing, guys. I'm going Casey plus four. Let's go Mahomes. Let's cover this number. Now, Detroit, San Francisco. So this one is the hardest game of the weekend for me. Let's stick to the data. Data says San Francisco is sharp, guys. San Francisco opened minus six and a half, minus seven. They've been bet up to minus seven and a half at a few shops. Why is that notable? Because 70% of bets are on Detroit. San Fran's only getting 30%. Yet the line is going towards San Fran. San Fran's only getting 30% bets, but 47% of the money. So cover up the names of the teams. We are seeing reverse line movement. And Detroit is a very, very, very trendy dog getting 70% of bets. Uh, so in this situation, the data says take San Francisco. Now, the reason why I am having a, a, struggle to bet, to lay the points with San Francisco is I got all these systems against San Francisco and on Detroit. I mentioned it yesterday, but Dan Campbell, 36 and 17 against the spread 68%, uh, as a, uh, just in general overall ATS, that's the best of any coach in the NFL since Campbell started 22 and 10 against the spread as a dog, 69%. As a dog getting six or more, 11-4 ATS, 73%. San Francisco, 0-6 against the spread, their last six home games. Also, you look at Debo Samuel, questionable. He'll probably play, but I threw this stat out yesterday. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Debo, when he starts a game and plays the whole game, gets through the game, San Fran is 12-1 straight up this year, 10-3 against the spread. If Debo misses the game or he gets banged up and leaves the game, San Fran is 1-4 straight up and 0-5 and against the spread. So how effective will Debo be? I expect him to play, you know, as long as he can walk, blink your eyes, you're going to try to play in the, you know, championship game here. But, you know, will he re-aggravate it? Will he get hurt? Uh, That's something you got to look out for. Uh, Also, if you look at a dog who can score system match, Detroit is averaging 27 points per game. Back to our cover, keep pace, dog who can score system match will be on Detroit. Detroit would also match uh, playoff dogs, as well as playoff dog who missed the postseason the previous year. That's four and two ATS, 67%. It's 66% ATS since 2017. So just strictly going on the data, Detroit's a trendy dog. I cannot bet Detroit because they're getting 70% of bets. Like even for me, that's too trendy. I cannot bet Detroit. If you're making me pick, like the other thing is like, where's the best of the number going to be? It seems like seven and a half with Detroit may be the best number. Does it close back at seven? The sports are doing this dance here, ping pong, where seven and a half, seven, it's either minus seven really juiced up towards San Fran or it's seven and a half really juiced up back toward Detroit. So San Fran looks sharp to me. San Fran really is matching all my, you know, checking off all my boxes, but yet Detroit has system matches as well. So on in situations like this, my, you know, of course we all want to sweat these games, but my angle would be, I'm not touching the spread guys. I don't, I can't do it. If I take Detroit, I'm on a trendy dog and I'm with the public an extremely heavily back game, which I don't want to be. But if I take San Fran, I'm going up against all these system matches on Detroit. So I said to myself, hey, I don't want to force a Detroit play. I don't want to force a San Fran play. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to touch the side. This is what I said I, uh, when I mentioned I might surprise you. I'm going to go with the total. I'm going over 51 and a half points. Now we've seen this total tick up. At one point, uh, I think it opened around 51-ish, um, 51 and a half. It got down to 50 at one, 50 and a half, 51 at one point. Now it's up to 51 and a half, and it's inching up toward 52. So I'm trying to beat the closing number by taking this over. Now, the reasons why I like the over, late movement is going over. Uh, if you look historically in the AFC-NFC championship game, since 2004, the over is 22 and 13, 63% percentages look pretty good. It's not like, you know, 90% of bets are taking the over only 56% of bets are going over. So this line is really starting to creep up, even though the tickets are relatively split. Uh, I will admit I have a couple of sharp guys who I really respect who really like the over here. So that kind of uh, was part of my handicap a little bit, but also um, put other factors in, at play. One is the weather, you know, Detroit, San Francisco. Remember the game against the Packers? It was rainy. It was, you know, bad weather you're going to get beautiful weather at Levi stadium in uh, Santa Clara. It's going to be like 70 degrees, partly cloudy skies. The wind right now is two miles per hour. So no wind, perfect elements, perfect conditions. Um, You also have two of the top five offenses in the NFL. San Fran's averaging 29 a game. Detroit is averaging 27 a game. And again, those championship overs are 63% since 2004. So if my options are either Detroit or San Francisco, the over or the under, Again, Detroit has reasons to like them, but also be wary of them. San Fran's got reasons to like them, but also be wary of them. Uh, so trying to make the smartest bet that I can. I'm just going with the total. I'm rooting for points. You know, personally, my heart says I want Detroit to, you know, win the game. That would be awesome. Just the fan base deserves it. But you can never bet based on, you know, the your heartstrings. So that's what I'm doing, guys. I'm not touching the side. I think there's just too much conflicting data both ways. I'm going over 51 and a half. Detroit, San Francisco, let's get some points there. Uh, That is my play. So KC plus four, Detroit, San Fran, over 51 and a half. That about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 955. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, the Morning Bets pod, the sharp reports that I write, uh, my appearances at VEASAN, if you enjoy the sweat, if this style of betting you never really knew existed, and now you've been introduced to it and you're loving it, Again, are we going to become millionaires overnight? Of course not. But we're here to grind out a profit. Uh, That's kind of the goal here. Act like Wall Street traders, where we're really betting based on uh, our head, not our heart, looking at the data, looking at line movement, percentages, bet splits, system matches, fading trendy dogs, uh, dog to fave, line moves, system plays, the weather, the refs, all these little things we talk about. If this approach to betting has helped you to become a sharper, better, to hopefully make some money along the way, if you enjoy listening to the pod, um, then I have a request. Can you please, 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 please. Here I am begging. Begging is so gross, but anyway, I'm not begging, but you know what? Would you buy my book? Uh, it's my baby. It's called the everything guide to sports betting. Just go to amazon.com. Type in the everything guide to sports betting. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how, and, um, how and why lines move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, uh, as well as chapters on all the major sports, all included the Sharp Contrarian Bible, uh, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So buy a copy, make me happy, but also support the team, learn something, give it to that buddy of yours that parlays everything, and send him right to the bankroll management chapter. Uh, also, I would just mention if you do like the pod, I don't really say this often, but give it five stars, Spotify, Google, Apple, however uh, way you listen, uh, that would really be uh, really be awesome, and I really appreciate that. But anyway, guys, that about does it for episode 955 on a big Friday. Whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut at the Encore in Boston or Plainridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield or in my neck of the woods uh, in Massachusetts or in New York, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South point. Sweat when sharp contrarian plays with stormy and the crew at circa getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the main LA Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, we're going to, we're going to run into each other at the sports book. And you're going to show me a Lakers over ticket, an LIU money line winning at the buzzer an Eastern Illinois ticket. Uh, whatever you do, just don't show me the Isles ticket. We're going to rip that up and we're going to recycle it. Don't throw it away, recycle it. Uh, but that guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat sharp contrarian plays all night long. So wish you the best of luck, everyone. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for the sweat. Hope to see you there. And I will be putting out morning bets both Saturday and Sunday. And you can also check out the sharp reports. And I didn't mention prop bets, uh, but I've been having good success with props, but I like to wait until like the day of. So um I'll be, I'll be putting those out Sunday morning. Mostly, most likely uh, but you can stay tuned for that. But anyway, guys uh, let's see if we can cash some tickets. My parting words as always stay sharp. Stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But remember, we are playing a long game. And if we can consistently find that sweet spot, games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Friday night. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on the sweat tomorrow. Hopefully you can cash some tickets. As the wise man of beasts likes to say, that's all that's what it's all about. Good luck everybody. Have a great Friday.
2: Presented by Verizon. Coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more.